you ever wonder where this is going? When you work on yourself, when you decide that you're going to build your identity back to who you believe you were supposed to be, do you ever ask yourself, where is this going? Where am I going to end up? Who am I going to end up living with within myself? Today's episode is going to be about this journey that you are taking, that you are on right now, that you don't exactly know where it's going and how brave and courageous you are for taking that step towards rebuilding your self-worth. Let's get started. Hey, this is Beandrine, formerly known as, oh, good Lord, we don't have time for that. This is My Self-Worth is a Size Zero, a podcast brought to you by Embolden Label. Here, you'll turn your negative inner dialogue into a goal-crushing identity. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you let someone see you from the inside out? That's what I thought. When I changed the name of this podcast, I had repeatedly had this thought that so many areas of my life that would be considered a part of my self-worth my job, my income, my height, my weight, whatever it may be, there was a a societal measuring system of how valuable I am in the world based on these these things that people believe they can measure about me. And then I had this thought that everything that is underneath all of the all of the personality traits, all of the emotional bandwidth, everything that makes me me and that has contributed to my life experiences can't really be measured. And so we don't go up to someone and say, hey, what's the size of your self-worth? Is it a zero or is it a 10? Is it off the charts or is it in, in the toilet? And does it shift up and down? Do some days you feel like a seven inside of your being, inside of you know your belief system about yourself, and some days you feel like a three? And everything really is that way when you think about those things, those parts of you that can't be measured. And so my question to you today is, are you not pursuing who you were really meant to be because you haven't met that person yet? Because you don't actually know who you're going to become and how much fear exists in that? How much fear exists in, will the people I love still like me when I become fully myself? When I step into the identity of a person that I've never met and they've never met, what is that actually going to mean for me? I was scrambling around this week trying to get my, my Christmas packages off in the mail, and I had three packages wrapped in, in kind of a um, hunter green packaging, pretty unique packaging color, if I may, and um, not Christmas packaging or anything like that, just kind of a, a very unique green color. And so I took them to the post office. They were already prepackaged. And I went into the post office and there was a line out the door. And, you know, all of the people in there had packages that they needed to ship off for the same reason that I was there. So I went to the front where you can typically leave the packages that are already pre-postaged, pre-postmarked, excuse me. And um, I asked the gal who was working there if I could just leave them. And she said, yeah, go ahead. And I looked over at this pile of packages. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, this was a pile. It was a mountain of packages. And so I set my three little packages, my green packages on that stack. And I thought to myself immediately, 
I wonder if these will actually make it to their destinations. I wonder if there is a chance that these aren't going to get lost. I have no proof that I dropped them off. They haven't been scanned in. There's no tracking. Um, will they actually arrive at the, the loved one's houses that I'm sending them to? And then as, as I, I actually took a picture and I sent it to a couple of friends, I, I thought it was really entertaining actually that um, the amount of stuff that was being left there unsupervised to hopefully get to where it was supposed to be going. And I, as I was kind of looking at this picture and laughing about this mountain of packages, I had this thought that um, every single package in that um, pile came from a person who has a lifetime of stories, a lifetime of experiences, and that that um, those experiences and who they are made them buy something for someone that they love who also has a lifetime of experiences. And because of who they've become in their life, that person who loves them bought something that means something, hopefully, to the person that it's going to. And how many stories exist in that sort of transaction, in that gift buying process? What that actually means for the many people who dropped off these gifts to be sent to someone they love that lives in an entirely different place. And I've, I find it interesting because I live in Denver, Colorado. And so I thought to myself, I wonder where these packages are going. I wonder how many of them are staying in Colorado. I wonder how many of them are staying in the United States. And I wonder how many of them are going overseas. And I wonder for those who are going overseas, what are the stories behind who's receiving these packages? Are they um, people's children who are serving in the military? Are they, are they, um, are they uh, siblings who are choosing to live in another country and, and teach um, a different language? You know, like what are these stories? And, and I really kind of got lost in how fascinating this is that each of these single packages that made this mountain of gifts could come with all of these stories and all of this emotion and all of this connection. And you know, it's funny because when I get on here and I create a podcast episode, oftentimes I have this thought of where is this going? In fact, it's kind of a vulnerable feeling to put your voice out, to put your ideas out into the world and not really know, is anyone valuing this? Is anyone benefiting from this? Is anyone hating this? Like, where is it going? What is it doing? What are people doing with this gift or this package? And do people even see it as a gift? And um, I noticed when I was getting ready to record this episode that I have a large audience in several other countries. Um, there's actually over 35 countries that have been downloaded on the podcast. But I was noticing what percentage of these countries make up my audience. So 80% of my audience lives here in the United States where I live. 13%, almost 14% live in Singapore. And 5% are from France. Um, about 1% are from the UK. And then I've got about 1% in Germany. And then all of the other countries get kind of more and more um, smaller percentage-wise as, as it goes down my list here. And I was thinking about 
how amazing is that, that I have something to say that somebody in Singapore is finding valuable, that someone in Singapore is seeing that there is a gift in. And I wonder, that person who's listening in Singapore, hello, um, it's nice to meet you unofficially. Um, I wonder what I could learn from that person. And, you know, there was a season in my life where I grew up in a small town in Wyoming, and then I went to high school and college in Phoenix, Arizona. And so my my worldview, my my scope consisted of small town life in Wyoming and big city living in Arizona. And that may sound silly to you if you live in a city like um, New York or LA, but my worldview was limited. And if I were to send a package on Christmas, it would have been from Phoenix to Wyoming or something similar to that notion. I didn't have friends in Singapore. I didn't have friends in Germany. I knew nothing about these places, nor did I have even a desire to travel to any of these places. And I look back at who I was at that time, and I could not have imagined being who I am today and putting out a podcast that's being downloaded in Singapore, France, the UK, Germany, and several other countries. I couldn't have dreamt of who I would have built myself up to be in order to put myself out there in this vulnerable way. I couldn't have, um, I couldn't have known if I was even going to like this person because I couldn't have imagined who she would be. And I still, to this day, have no idea if the person five years from now that I will grow into, because I'm not done, will be, um, you know, who she will be, what she will be doing, what adventures she will be off on. I do now know that I will like her because I grow with intention and I heal with intention and I make choices with intention. And that's something that I can say that the old version of me did not do. I didn't know how to do that. And that has been one of the greatest gifts that I've received is that I now can put my finger on who I want to be, what qualities I want to work on, um, what I want to grow into, and know that it is possible to move into the capacity of that person that I dream of being. And so if you're listening to this today and you're thinking, this is really nerve-wracking to take this courageous step, courageous, (laughs) take this courageous step towards becoming more you, becoming more... um, proud of the identity that you're standing in and and what you believe about yourself to build yourself up to the point where you can confidently say that you have a high level of self-worth because you created it because you decided you were worth it Um, though it seems scary it is so rewarding and for those who are listening no matter where you live it is possible and probable that you can put your thumb on who you want to be and you can work your way towards becoming that person. So um, so if you are listening to this today and you are feeling like you are in a struggle or stressed out season of life, if you feel like you are overwhelmed or paralyzed and stuck in a relationship or in a, in a hardship or in a season of financial struggle, I want you to pull out a piece of paper And write on actual paper. Don't do this digital thing. Sorry if that's not your thing, but grab a piece of paper. I want you to write a letter to yourself 
a year from now. But you have to write the letter to who you will be in a year, not to who you are today. So use your imagination. Decide who it is that you think you will be a year from now. What qualities will that person have that you don't currently have now? And write a letter to yourself about how beautiful your life looks and how worth it this journey was while you took this year to focus on you and focus on who you're becoming and what life will be like or what life is rather when you write to yourself a year from today. I encourage you after you write that letter to put a, um, a reminder in your phone. This can be digital. Um, I sound like such a bully, but this can be digital. Go ahead and put a, a note in your phone or a reminder in your phone for a year from today set at the very time that you write that letter and tell yourself in that note where you're going to put the letter, where you're going to store it. And then tuck that letter away and put it in that place where you've reminded yourself it lives. And I want you to reread that letter a year from today and see how that feels to have decided that you are going to celebrate who are you who you are becoming a year before you become that person. I hope that you take the time to really use that tool and lean into that exercise because it is such a beautiful thing to do. Um, I actually have one and I will read it on the podcast. Um, If I get brave enough, I'll do that this week. So follow up for more here. And I hope that you have an amazing week in preparation for um, this holiday season. And if you are in a country where you're not celebrating the holidays, um, I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas from the United States. And you are such a blessing to me and I appreciate you being here. You are such a gift. Thank you and have a great day.